Welcome back to Deep in Christ. Today we're discussing that dynamic between God's grace and our response and making a plan of action for growing deeper in Christ. We'll see you in a moment. to Deep in Christ. I'm your host, John Mark Grodi, here at the Coming Home Network, and it's my distinct pleasure to welcome my brother, Father Peter, back to the show, now as a co-host for this uh, study that we're beginning today. Um, it's been a, a fun uh, number of episodes kind of getting this thing off the ground. We've looked at some stuff from the Catechism, we've uh, done a little summary of the virtues, we've discussed prayer. Uh, but today, we're going to embark on kind of a longer study on uh, the dynamic between uh, our prayer, our, our receptivity to God's grace, uh, but also the life of virtue, the life of action, the life of responding to God's grace and trying to live the holy life he's calling to us to. So, Peter, thank you mm -hmm. for joining me back for this. We had a really good uh, time discussing virtue a few weeks back or whenever that was, a month or so. Whatever, ago. yeah. yeah. Time, time doesn't... Time doesn't move linearly. Yeah. Days, for those who didn't see that, you, you are... Um, What's your title now at the your parish? Do you have an official it's title? It's just parochial vicar. Parochial yeah, vicar. So, or yeah. associate pastor in layman's terms. Sure. But it's just it's just the the new priest de designation. But <laughs> gotcha. I've, uh, well, I've been filling a lot of rules, but that's a yeah. long story. That, yeah. Yes. Well, it's good stuff, and I'm I'm glad I'm excited to do this. You know, we have lots of conversations on on these topics about life in Christ in general, about mm -hmm. our prayer, about about virtue, uh, and so a lot of this stuff it comes together um, for a study like this. Um, I, I wanted to begin today, you know, last last episode, uh, Dad was on, and mm -hmm. we talked about this urgency of conversion in the gospel, you know, how one theme throughout the gospel, throughout the scripture, is that there's, there's no time to waste, you know, that we need to be ready today, and actually, you know, just a few weeks ago, or whenever that was, I'm losing track of time now, um, you were preaching on um, on that that parable of the wise virgins, mm -hmm. you know, and we we riffed off a little bit of that uh, dad and I, but you know that it's a, such a poignant, poignant example uh, that Christ gives us of how we we don't know uh, we don't know the day and the hour, mm -hmm. we don't know we, we can't have an expectation of a long life or that our projects and plans will be fulfilled. We have to be ready at any time to give an account, mm -hmm. um, and the the oil in the lamps of those wise virgins are what we sort of what we do with our life right and so there's no That's day a traditional interpretation yeah. Yeah. yeah and so there's we 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 have to begin today now again we're not uh, we can't will ourselves to holiness and and we know that this is all a work of grace but the 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 salient point is that today we want to be as faithful as possible mm -hmm. yeah so it's in light of that urgency you know that we want to turn to again the overall theme of this show which is um going deeper in Christ every day um, but there, there are, there's a dynamic that I wanted to discuss today as kind of a, a preliminary to this topic. And that's, you know, that whenever we, we dig into this, and it's interesting, of course, in the context of the Coming Home Network, we have people coming at this from different theological backgrounds, different emphases in terms of faith and works and grace and all that. And hopefully, you know, we can try to articulate, not in a, an apologetic way, but uh, in, a, in, a, in a descriptive way, in a helpful way, the, the tradition of the church the mm -hmm. nuance of this issue of how we as Christians um, recognize God's grace, uh, but then have to respond by trying to live 
the worthy life that he's calling us to, but then how he, he blesses that and, and that grows in us. The hard part for us, obviously, is going to be, you know, there's so much that we can talk about here and getting down to the, the you know, the roots of it, getting down to trying to keep it as, as framed as possible so that it's as, as relatable as possible. You know, we all know that's going to be difficult, but just it's such an important um it's such an important topic because, I mean, ultimately, the, the, the dynamic between free will and the grace of God is going to touch upon what is left for us to do for the sake of our salvation. Yeah. Right? What, what, what is it that is, what is that is called upon in terms of, of, okay, today, what do I need to do mm-hmm. to, in a sense, move closer to you know, the, the final purpose of my life, the, yep. the salvation. So in, in one sense, it's a very kind of esoteric, you know, and, and, and abstract topic. What is the relationship between free will and grace? You know, like, right. he, you know, it's, it's something where mm-hmm. constantly through the centuries, you know, theologians are talking about it and trying to, trying to get down to the exact nuanced meaning of it. Sure. But on the other hand, it's so, it's so important because it relates to what do I need to do next? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is it actually I need to do today? As you mentioned earlier when we were talking, you know, what is it, what, what, what do I do today to make this day a good day? Yeah. You know, how, how, what do I need to do today so that at the end of the day I can say, today was a good day, yeah. you know? And yeah. that's, that's very concrete and very important. Yeah, it's almost, it makes it more practical not to look at it so much as, you know, what's the exact nature of the relationship between free will and God's grace, but what is it not? Hmm. You know, like, because we know that it's not, on the one hand, that, well, I just sit in this chair, and I know that God God is giving grace, and I, so I just, I just sit around and I wait for him to just do something. And that's not how it works. But it's also not, as we know, it's not a Pelagian, you know, the many heresies where, where there's this overemphasis on, well, I sort of work out my salvation. I climb my way up to, my, to heaven. I pull mm-hmm. myself up by my bootstraps. We know that, that you can err in that direction as well, that the living the life of the Christian is this this total dependency on God, this total reliance on His grace, and yet getting up every day and trying to to put that grace into action, to respond mm-hmm. our faith responding in the good works that He's He's called us to, and so always living both of those out. That's that's this key that we're trying to to learn, you know, and live mm-hmm. out. You know, there's a there's a, a bit of scripture that I thought that we would go over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know. So it's Second uh, Peter uh, one through twelve. And I, I was, I was looking at this, and I like how this scripture kind of breaks down into, um, actually, as Dad likes to put it, sort of being, abiding, and abounding. Mm. You know that being in in the Lord through our baptism, you know, through our through the sacraments, through believing in Christ, um, that we are. Well, I'll go ahead and read it here, and okay. we'll dig yeah, into that. Yeah. Sure. So this is Second uh, Peter, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours in the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, that through these you may escape from the corruption that is in the world because of passion and become partakers of divine nature. I'm going to pause it right there. That's like, that's the, the, the first third of this little mm. section from Peter. Um, but, you know, some of the things I love about this, this piece here, it certainly is talking about this grace and this peace that we receive uh, because of our relationship with the Lord, you know, and that we become partakers in the divine nature. 
And we're changed through our baptism. We're changed mm -hmm. uh, as a result of our conversion, of Christ uh, redeeming us, of Christ, you know, coming to us and, and encountering us. Um, and and so, you know, our life is a response to that, to that faith. That our response in faith in faith is to that that work that He's done, the stuff that He's given us. And so, the the second part then, although, is that it doesn't start, it doesn't stop there, right? right? And so he goes on, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. I'm going to pause there again. You know, so that we have this, we have grace from the Lord. He's, he has done so much. He's done, he's given mm -hmm. us grace, the grace of, of, of our being saved, our being brought into the body of Christ. But now we have to respond, though. We have to respond by what we do with our life. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's, it's very simply illustrated by Jesus mm -hmm. himself, right? When we remember the story of the, uh, the woman caught in adultery, yeah. right? You know, he comes to her. She is, she's committed this, this great sin, which in the eyes of the, eyes of the Jews was yeah. punishable by death. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're, they're questioning Jesus. And he says, um, you know, he says, you know, um, I don't condemn you. You know, yeah. do, 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 these people look around. Has anyone condemned you? Neither do I condemn you. And then he says, go and sin no more. Yeah. You know, it doesn't stop there. It's not like I've done all this, freed you, you know, forgiven you your sin, but it says, go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. There's, there's this, there's a sending forth of saying, now build upon this. You know, yeah. this is your starting point in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's, there's, there's obviously an injunction there right. of, of asking asking to act, asking to, as the second second part of this is asking to abide. You know, mm -hmm. you kind of started in the being of, of, of yeah. you started on the path of the grace of God and everything, and that grace continues to be there to help you, but you have to continue to, you know, engage that grace. You have mm -hmm. to continue to bring that grace and invite that grace to be a part of your life and to, to supplement your actions and to move forward, not backward. Well, some of the things that he mentions here, too, I mean, supplement your faith or, uh, yeah, supplement your faith with virtue. It's an amazing, it's a, it's a beautiful phrase right there. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a great phrase and it's a great whole list there, but I, I, it caught my eye in particular because he, he mentions virtue and that's something that we're going to talk a lot about going forward, you know, because it's not just um, our initial act, our, 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 our one-time act, but it's the acts over time that uh, that form into habits, that form into virtues. Mm -hmm. Because, again, as we've said before, and we'll keep reiterating here, you know, it's not about checking off a list of boxes. That's not, the, not what the Christian life is about. Mm -hmm. It's about becoming different sorts of people. The Im another image, you know, I mean, we could just bring in images yeah. from Christ all day to, to yeah. help illustrate this. But another, it's beautiful, is the image of, of the vine. Yeah. And one of the most incredible, um, one of the most incredible works of art that I've ever seen is the the mosaic from Saint Clement in Rome. Mm -hmm which is this, um, you know, beautiful mosaic being like a lot of little tiles put together to make this incredible picture in this church. And in it is this incredible mosaic in this church of the cross of Christ mm -hmm. as the tree of life, basically, yeah. the cross of Christ, right? And from the bottom come the, comes these vines, and they're extending out, and they're extending into all these different circles, you know, that are kind of spreading, representing the world and everything. And uh, each of them is represent, represents different people, different yeah. types of people. Sure. But the idea in that is that, you know, it's from... 
it's it's from that connection, that maintained connection to the cross of Christ. That's like it's the life sap, right, yeah. of these different these different people, and it's from our constant connection to Christ and everything that we continuously receive this grace. Mm-hmm. And the grace grows us. Yeah. You know, it, it it grows us into this plant, transforming. You know, growing bigger and bitter. And what what do we when we talk about mortal sin? What does it do? Mm. It's it cuts us off from God, right? It cuts right. us off from that source of grace. Yeah. And that in itself is a choice too, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's where we talk about the choice, the, the choice of kind of what we need to do every day yeah. in moving forward, of continue growing that vine and not cutting ourselves off from yeah. God, from that grace, which is the source of constant life. But that's where our free will comes in, right? You know, right. just to m- abide in Christ yeah. and not cut ourselves off. And that abiding, again, we people, especially you know, people out there from a, a theological background where they're wary of the Catholic Church and works, hmm. you know, that we're going to focus too much on works or, or what we're doing. You know, we recognize, and I think you know, any any Christian who's living out this life recognizes that my part is very feeble and small. Mm-hmm. You know, my response to God's grace. In fact, sometimes what gets me into trouble is when I, whenever I'm trying to bite off more than I can chew mm-hmm. in my spiritual life. I'm setting myself up some big goal, some something that's beyond me, rather than simply no today now. What's the yes I'm to make to God? Mm-hmm. You know, because it, because there's that, and that's the kind of the dynamic I, I wanted to discuss today a little bit, which is that um, if we're honest with ourselves, you know, if we really grapple with the gospel, we grasp, grapple with our own weakness and sinfulness, um, we recognize that our response at the best of times to God's grace is is, is a small, it's mm-hmm. one step at a time. Mm-hmm. But it's by taking that one step that then we're open for God to do more. You know, we it's. The, the spiritual life happens in this sort of stepwise fashion where we respond to God's grace feebly and then he gives us more grace, mm-hmm. you know, but he, but he brings the, he brings the fruit out of it. Um, and we have to, we have to live in such a way that we're not kind of crowding the fruit out by, by, by trying to take too much for ourselves, you know, or, mm. you know. yeah, it, I don't know how much this relates exactly, but it, mm. it's funny because they uh, at seminary one of the things that they always, always told us was ninety yeah. percent of the priesthood is just showing up, <laughs> right? Ninety percent is just showing up, whether it's somebody's birthday party or you know to the sacraments or whatever. You know, ninety percent is just showing up, yeah. and to a certain extent, that that's kind of what it, in a sense, it is to be a Christian. Yeah, right? you yeah, know, totally. it's like, it, when we when we discern where we're supposed to be, either yeah. physically or you know. A lot, of, a lot of times physically, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of times it's just showing up and letting God take it from there. Yeah. I mean, that, that for, from our part, what, what our part is, for the most part, it's 90% of what we're supposed to do is just show up. Yeah. Because whether it's going to a place of prayer and mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I, I'm going to go to this room and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to pray. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times we're, we're going to those moments, whether it's in going to prayer or going to do something hard that we're just not sure if we're going to be able to do, you yeah. know, or trying to take an extra step to volunteer or just trying to do right by our family or something. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we don't feel like we're going to be able to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's almost always that kind of falling of, of like that surrendering to God to just mm-hmm. go and go there and just try, mm-hmm. right? And it's in that moment we tr- really recognize that our part in that whole thing was just small. It was just giving in to the grace. Yeah. Like that, that's in the end, like with the most part we had to do, mm-hmm. the most important part we had to do was just give in to the grace. Yeah. You know, and then to be where God was drawing us to be. Yeah. As Catholics, we have the saints. We're encouraged to look it up to the saints. I had, we had an episode, a couple episodes about that, about the saints and how there's so much good that comes out of looking up to the saints, you know, admiring mm-hmm. them, you know, learning from their example. But we can look at the saints and get too focused on the big things that they did, 
hmm. you know, later on in their lives, you know, after God's grace had worked on them so much, rather than recognizing that to, to get there, insofar as they were involved at all, insofar as, you know, that they, they contributed hmm. with their yes to God, their small actions, it was their fidelity in little things that allowed God to transform them into the kind of people that he could do great things with. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes we, we don't want to do the little things. Yeah. You know, both because um, we, we kind of want to, I mean, there, there can be a pride there almost. Yeah. You know, that, I, that, that small little, like you can imagine someone in their vocation, you know, um, maybe turning their nose up at the small things that God demands of them every day because they're so focused on the big impacts they want to make on the world. Mm. You know, they want to change the world. You know, but all the little things that God, there's that great quote from C.S. Lewis, you know, about how we can have this imaginary life that we imagine for ourselves, you know, who I am, my vocation, my, my profession. But then he's sending us all these little things, you know, the, the yeah. person who comes to talk or the email that we get or the, the little chores that we don't want to do. Like, that's the life he's sending us. Mm-hmm. And that's often. <laughs> Very similar to, you know, Chesterton talking yeah. about um, the representative of the world is our neighbor, right? Yes. It's easy to love whole nations, mankind. you know, a mankind and say, I, I, love, I mankind. love mankind, right? You know, I love, I love I'm a humanitarian. I, I, yeah, I love all those people. I love all the people in Africa and all the people in China, everything. Yes, but yes. then like that one annoying person next door, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> that one person that God actually put in your life right. to love is the hardest person. You, had, you so, literally had one job. You had, you had right, one right, job. One guy. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, uh, it, yeah, exactly. We can let the big kind of down the road picture it's very similar in a sense to to kind of how politics can overwhelm our minds mm-hmm. and we can forget to love just the people around us, right? right? You know, the people we actually have influence over. So yeah. um, I was talking about that. I was preaching about that this last weekend, mm-hmm. you know, for the first week in Advent. I was talking about the, you know, the, the, the gospel passages to watch, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. to, um, to watch and pray, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you mentioned in the notes at some point, mm-hmm. but to, to watch and pray. And in a sense that, that, is kind of the twofold dynamic right mm. there, right? You know, the, the pray to, to continue to abide in Christ in that yeah. moment and then to just be diligent, right? Yeah. You know, to be diligent in our lives. But I preached about it specifically because we were, ta- I was trying to, you know, it's a common thing to preach about, right? Yeah. What if God came tomorrow? What if mm. Jesus came tomorrow? Right. What would it change about today for you? Yeah. And if we're living our lives, if we're living the life of a saint, it doesn't mean that we've reached like that that plateau of where right. the saint is. It just means that we, in whatever you know, kind of plan that we sort of have yeah. for you know a spiritual life, that the, hopefully that the plan that we see, the trajectory we see, we see ourselves yeah. on, we're just taking the next step that we need to take today. Yeah. And if we're doing that, then if we knew Jesus was coming tomorrow, it shouldn't change much. That's such a key point. It I shouldn't change much. Point. We don't try to make up for that whole journey, mm-hmm. you know, that's left in our life. You know, we don't try to pack it all in, right? You know, and we don't. We just say, "What's the next step I needed to take today?" Mm-hmm. And you do it, yeah. Right? Maybe with a little bit more prayer, because Jesus come tomorrow. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, but you know, it's yeah. That's such a significant thing. Yeah, is just to recognize that the grace. What does Christ say? You know, the grace mm-hmm. is sufficient for the day and the and um for the temptations of the day or something yeah. like that. You know, it's yeah. All right, I love that point so much because that's what we're getting at here. If, we, if we're thinking of if the idea of this show, you know, deep in Christ. We're, we're studying, we're thinking through, we're pray, praying through, discussing through what this looks like. What's the template? How do we begin to, to build this in our life? Again, what are we building? We, we, can't, we can't get to, we're not going to be done at any, at any point. Mm. But we do want to get to the place where we can, if we're imagining that scenario, Christ coming tonight. It's not that I, 
I say, oh, good, because I'm already done. I'm mm -hmm. already, I'm, I'm holy, you know. No, no, none of us are, are going to get there. But we want to be able to say, I've put my life in order such that I, I'm doing what I can. I will, I will have done today what I could do today. I know what my vocation is. I've fulfilled my responsibilities. I've, I've pushed a little harder in, in virtue. I've, I've done my prayer, even if it was a tough day and I, mm -hmm. and I, and I was distracted. I still show, as you said, I still I showed, showed up. And I didn't, I, I didn't either shirk my Christian life that I know God's calling me to, nor did I, I in anxiety, try to, uh, to, to you know, lift myself up by my bootstraps, mm -hmm. thinking I can make myself holy in one, in one great you know, moment of passion. Mm -hmm. But no, I gave the Lord a faithful day. Like, that's what we want to be able to say about today and every day. Absolutely. I mean, with the ten virgins, right? You know, mm -hmm. you, you don't just kind of go off at the end of your life to try to buy all that oil that you didn't do with the rest of your life. And even if you find your, yourself in your situation, mm -hmm. if we were to try to take that parable and kind of more kind of literally transfer, transfer it to reality, like what, what would you do if you were those unwi the unwise virgins who mm -hmm. didn't have the oil, right? Yeah. Do you say, oh, I need to go off and find the oil? Yeah. Or do you throw yourself down at the mercy of the master? Mm. Right? I mean, in the, and when you're in that situation, you know, when you realize that maybe you've, you've not, you know, been prepared all your life and you've gotten to that point, yeah. you don't go and try to make up for it all yourself. You right. just put yourself at the mercy of the master, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, yeah, there's no better time to start than right now. Right. And again, it begins, it begins with that, that mercy. Because again, with our, again, the, the pattern here that we're exploring, we know that it all begins with grace. And he loved us. So that's, you know, Romans 5, 8. God loved us before. Uh, God showed his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, before, long before we said yes, long before we as prodigal sons or daughters came back, he was loving us. Mm -hmm. He was giving us grace. He was pursuing us, whether or not we were conscious of it. And so the moment we recognize that, the moment that grace breaks through, the moment that we're, you know, if, if today you hear his voice, and that's the moment to say, okay, that grace has been there all along. And yeah, we, we start by, Lord, have mercy. You know, we start there. And that's a small act, asking mm -hmm. for that mercy. But that's, that's what we're to give right now. And then we build up from there. You know, and in response to that, God gives us more grace. I mean, that's, again, that's, that's kind of this, this cyclical moving forward in the spiritual life, that we, we recognize God's grace, we respond to it with the next right step, you know, and then we just go on. And we just, we proceed in faith from one step to the next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that can be the the trouble also with the kind of unwise virgin type of thing is that it's it's not just about, yeah, like going and then trying to do everything at once or, or try to just do as much as we can Yeah. In, in the sense of it's not just about filling our days with just a bunch of actions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about asking God and the Holy Spirit and in, in the grace that is inviting you forward, what is the next step, right? right. We were talking about that a little bit, you know, about, about activism mm. before, you know, that uh, this idea of just... Well, what I just need to do is just do everything like possible. Yeah. You know, like in 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 this particular state, you know, a day or something. And so, you know, I, I sometimes see see uh, or sometimes you know kind of notice people who who just kind of want to do like fifteen different like devotions, and then mm -hmm. they get wrapped up and they almost end up giving up on all of them, right? You mm -hmm. know, or something because they're just not really in. Uh, they they can't you can't maintain it all, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, is. That, that's that's what you need to leave, leave that room room to try to follow God's grace, mm -hmm. you know, for for your for your life, and, and not just be like, well, I need to, as you said, pull myself up by my bootstraps and just kind of start checking off a bunch of box, a bunch of our own imaginary kind of boxes yeah. of 
of what it takes to to make that equation work, you yeah. know, of, of salvation somehow. It's a super helpful example, I think, you know, of that. So I think that that term activism in this kind of specific sense, I think I'm familiar with it from Benedict XVI. I think mm -hmm. he had some quotes about that. But I think we, we're all familiar with it if we reflect on our lives. We, we recognize those times when, when, we, when we tended in that direction to focus on, like, I can fix my life by doing more things, reading more books, doing mm -hmm. more activities. Um, and certainly we have to cooperate with God's grace, which means uh, choosing and which means action. But it's not by the multiplication of our efforts. Mm -hmm. It's about, it's about you know, God's will. I, I love uh, in, you know, throughout Scripture and in, um, in this section of the Catechism on Life in Christ, which we're going to be studying through, you know, it, it points out this, this two ways that, that, that show up throughout Scripture. Uh, this is from paragraph... Um, uh, 1696. The way of Christ leads to life. A contrary way leads to destruction. The gospel parable of the two ways remains ever present in the catechesis of the church. It shows the importance of moral decisions for our salvation. There are two ways, the one of life, the other of death. But between the two, there is a great difference. Now, what I love about that, that particular notion of the two ways is just recognizing that there, there's always two ways. There's, I, I'm, I'm either saying yes to God in this moment or I'm not. And again, part of the problem with the activism is that I'm, I'm focusing on all the things I can do rather than the simple, the simple question of, in this moment, what's the one right thing? Hmm. You know, in the Martha Mary situation, what's the one thing needful right now? It's not that there aren't a thousand other things I could be doing that are right. I mean, Martha was doing good things, but there was one thing needful. Mm -hmm. And at every moment, there's, there's one thing needful. And that's mm -hmm. the question, like, what's, what's that thing for me? And how do yeah. we answer that question? Yes. Prudence. Prudence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. 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 Yeah. Well, I guess that, that makes sense then. Like, I, what I want to do, I guess then just quickly to, to wrap up this conversation, is that uh, um, we're, we're going to focus a lot on, on the virtues. Um, I mentioned this. So we're, we'll be using a little bit of it as our guidebook, this Catechism of the Catholic Church. Hmm. Um, and it's divided into four sections, but particularly the la latter two sections of the Catechism, uh, the, the section number three is on life in Christ, and, and number four is on prayer. And it's really those two things that we're going to focus on with this dynamic in mind. That we want to, if we're making a plan for our life, if we're beginning to try to move our life to a place where we're not perfect, we're never going to be done, mm -hmm. but we can say, my life is in order. If I keep living this, if, if, I, if I get up tomorrow morning and I live this life, I'm where God needs me to be and he's going to be, you know, I'm going to be open to his grace to transform me. To, to proceed in that direction, we want to go deeper in prayer, understanding prayer, showing up for it first and foremost, mm -hmm. uh, but but going deeper in prayer, but then learning more about you know how, what, what it looks like to begin to take steps and actions in our life, and in particular, um, there's a section in the in the catechism that we're going to begin with and kind of work outward, and that's the section on the cardinal, the human or cardinal virtues which um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about a few episodes ago, but I think really give us a great framework and vocabulary for uh, a foundational vocabulary for, under, for translating the life of uh, our faith, you know, grace, what we, what we receive, what we understand, translating that into actual decisions. And as you pointed out, prudence, foreshadowing here, is, <laughs> is the key virtue from this, which mm -hmm. may be surprising because many people aren't very familiar with that virtue. But, right. Yeah. So, 
So that's the plan. We're going to be we're going to be working through the catechism. We're going to be going deeper in, in virtue and exploring them. And I I hope that you come along for the ride and that you enjoy it. So it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah. Well, God bless. And again, thank you for joining us for this discussion. If you uh, uh, like what we're doing here on the show and on this channel on the Coming Home Network, please go to www.chnetwork.org. You know, we're a network of people who have embraced a full communion with the Catholic Church from many different backgrounds, many different stages and states of life. Uh, and we're a network of support for others who are making a similar journey. So you know, check out the website and uh, follow along here for great content you know, about, about that journey and about this continued um, uh, process of, of uh, availing ourselves of God's grace and allowing Him to transform us into the people He's created us to be. So God bless you. We'll see you next week.